0: can't do it. We'll do it live. Fuck it. We'll do it live. Giants fans, welcome to Big Blue All Year, the podcast that brings you New York football Giants content all year long, while your hosts toe tap the line between podcast professionals and a bunch of fanatics talking shit at the end of the bar. Tonight's episode of Big Blue All Year is not brought to you by anyone. Insert sponsor here. Don't forget to follow on Twitter at BigBlueAllYear and rate and subscribe wherever podcasts are found. Adult content ahead, because you know we're doing it live! Mac is back, bitches, and oh boy is daddy all pent up. Shout out to Roadhouse for covering me, but after a whole week on the sidelines, I am chopping at the bit. Giants fence, I see you out there on the message boards losing your goddamn minds. But all I have to say is relax, we got ourselves a coaching staff, we just might have a franchise quarterback, and the G-men have a winnable game this week against Washington, and we're gonna talk about it all. But first, let's get through some headlines. And for that, we get into a segment that lets my distinguished partners stick on a headline to talk about, or kick it to the next one. So, bigger, you disciple, here. It's for me that age-old playground talks. Are you kicking it or are you sticking it? First up, Daniel Jones committed two costly turnovers in the loss to Tampa Bay on Monday night.
1: We'll dive into the state of uh, Mr. Daniel Jones later on. Let's kick it, Mac.
0: Rookie fifth-round guard out of Oregon, Shane Lemieux, gets his first start in place of Will Hernandez, who is on the COVID-19 list.
2: Yeah, I'm going to have to stick this one because Shane Lemieux got his name called and absolutely performed at a high level. He even went so far as making Andrew Thomas a better left tackle. I, I think those guys really got some chemistry playing next to each other. I am I wouldn't even break them up, I don't think, right now. You gotta, I think you gotta keep him there. So, props to Lemieux, and let's see what he has going forward. Back to you, man. He
0: stuck the landing. After a much talked about trade deadline, the Giants surprisingly do nothing more than the Marcus Golden trade that we talked about last week.
1: All right, the burger's gonna stick it. Uh, a little bit surprised there was no, uh, you know, bites or nibbles for Tater Zeiler, but I'll give props to Gettleman, you know. He held on to two solid veterans in the locker room, which is extremely young. But now we have a lot of news about Golden Tate. And now it could be, you know, a major issue because he's uh got a little tirade on Twitter about wanting to get cut and not getting the ball. Yada yada yada. His wife, you know, was pissed, throwing tweets after Monday night's game. So there actually could be locker room issues. And I wouldn't be surprised if he maybe gets cut and uh before Sunday. So yeah, let's keep uh Let's keep going, Mac.
0: He stuck the landing. Joe Judge was asked a direct question by reporters. Quote, have you considered benching Daniel Jones? His response? No.
2: <sighs> yeah, got to stick this one as well. Um, I agree with him because if you put in Colt McCoy, what are you really doing? Like, you already know what Colt McCoy is. If you had a young rookie on draft free agent or some. Some other shit, like, you know, throw him in. Yeah, maybe, but you already invested this pick in Daniel Jones. You have got to give him as many starts as he healthily can. So even though he's really uh, being the cause of some bad football right now, you got to stick with him. Back to you, man.
0: He stuck the landing. Her ESPN's Adam Schefter, the Giants have claimed 25-year-old former 49ers wide receiver Dante Pettis off of waivers
1: yeah this is also why golden tate's pretty pissed off uh former second rounder 44th overall i don't even know if he's going to do anything he had a costly fumble i believe last week which led to him uh they were trying to trade him but i think they cut him but yeah let's kick it it. and that does it for this week's headlines it's inconveniently true that as of this recording we are still waiting on the presidential election results so, in honor of election season, this week's Big Blue All-Year features a very special public service announcement from the former VP himself, Al Gore.
0: Oh, we're alive? Oh, I know what you're thinking, Giants fans. Here comes Al Gore to talk about boring, stupid stuff like the 2000 election or the threat of global warming. But no, I am here to inform the public of something far more important. Something that all Washington fans should be taking super duper cereal. I'm talking, of course, about Man-Bear-Pig. It is a creature which roams the earth alone, not unlike Daniel Snyder. It's half man, half bear, half pig. Some people say that MVP isn't real, but I am here to tell you he is, and makes an intimidating howl like this. Blown! Do you see, Washington fans? What better mascot could you possibly have for the Washington football team to finally be taken super cereal? You're welcome, and now I'm off.
1: Excelsior! All right, well, on that note, let's get back to the show.
2: Podcast listener, the host. A
1: big blue all year. My
0: fellow Giants fans, last week we introduced a new segment, the state of the franchise. And tonight, with this great union of Giants supporters divided on where this team is going, we stand before you humbly to continue
2: that discussion. Ah, all right, Giants fans. Let's settle in here. Yeah, the Giants continue to break our hearts on a week-to-week basis. Yeah, we're sick of the moral victory talk and all that other bullshit. But there's still reasons to be optimistic about this team, even though you're not seeing it in the win column just yet. I know it sucks and we've been losing for so fucking long, but we just got to be patient here. Uh, Joe Judge and the coaching staff really taking this team to a different level than I'd even had expected. Honestly, I mean, on paper, this defense is what is still in the top ten in terms of yards per game. Maybe I don't I don't even know anymore. But and then you've got offensive line play last night, which I feel like kind of turned the corner. Honestly, and in the first half, the second half was a little shakier. They made the adjustments. And you're not sure if if the Giants coaching staff would, like, momentum totally changed uh, on that one interception on that first drive, obviously, of the first half. But, you know, at the same time, the young players are starting to at least develop somewhat, way more than I've ever seen in the last five or so years. And, you know, I, I'm – as, as bad as it is, as heartbreaking as it is, they're playing right there with teams that are just flat out better than them at almost every position. Like, I know I say that all the fucking time, but it's so true. Like, you can't tell me anybody else is, you know, going toe-to-toe with the Bucks, the Rams, the Bears. And, yeah, I know they're 1-6 or 1-7. What the fuck they are now, man? It's getting so redundant starting the team, starting the season, you know, just L after L after L. You just dig yourself a hole you can never get out of. It's unfortunate, but.
1: (sighs) Let me, let me, let me, you know, roll off of that there, Disciple. You're right. The team is showing progression, but let's, let's talk about the negatives of what is happening with this team. And it's Daniel Jones. He's holding this team back right now. These turnovers are so costly. We're in almost every game and we're just seeing regression, progression back to regression. It's, Flip-flop, flip-flop. One flop. step flip, forward, flip taps, two step steps back. As uh, Michael Scott would say, you know, with his upset. Uh, <clears throat> oh, I don't know. It just comes to a point where, like, what are you going to learn? Like, throw the ball away, take a sack, stop committing these boneheaded – But if turtles. he takes
2: the sack, if, if he takes the sack, then he might fumble it. And the <laughs> fumbles have been, like, I would say better than last year to this point. But the interceptions have really just, you know, tacked on. Ugly, and it sucks. But...
0: Gentlemen, gentlemen, please, if I may, let's let's save the DJ talk for just a moment because we have a lot to get into there. And I'm very interested on where you actually stand, Berger, Um, for uh, I'll do some shaman work for us. Uh, The Giants defense currently is ranked 13th in the league in yards per game. And I want that to talk about for a minute. Talk about some optimism about T-wide progression. I mean, how many times in leading up for this week did we talk about the Giants getting absolutely destroyed by the Bucs? I, I don't think there was any of us that expected this genuinely, like had any real reason for optimism. Joe Judge and this coaching staff has this team playing. I mean, Disciple, you said it. We, we don't have the talent to be competing with Most teams in the league, let alone a potential Super Bowl contender that has elite talent across their roster. And, yes, okay, Daniel Jones has his issues, and we'll get there. But this football team is playing winning football. Garrett fucking called a hell of a game. He really did. is looking like a genius out there. Joe Judge has these guys fighting. I mean, what? I I think we're a a number one wide receiver – Shoring up this offense, well, never mind. I'm about to list off different (laughs) things. But I think that defense is very close to competing. A consistent pass rusher and a second cornerback, and we are moving into the elite category on the defense. Mm -hmm.
2: It's It's just like the offense doesn't – they had the ability to mount a lead, but they didn't have the ability to put that fucking dagger right through their hearts. They could have been up 28-6 to in this game, and it could have gotten – ugly it's you know what i mean for them i'm saying we would have been fucking crying tears of joy to see that but you just you just it just never feels secure like you just it they, it's torture man it really is fucking emotional torture
1: they, they're they kill me the last like five i weeks, know my man. whole fucking just, life man
2: it's the biggest cock
1: tease in the world daniel jones is holding this team back from victories and it's upsetting because you're right mac you're 100 accurate The coaching staff has got these players bought in, and they're playing hard, they're playing the schemes right, and they're giving us a chance to win, and Daniel Jones just keeps fucking us over. Let's be honest. And I know he's only got 20 career starts under his belt. I saw something about Peyton Manning through his first, like, 20 games, and he had similar interception ratio. Like, through 50 games, he threw, I think, an absurd amount. Like, he threw like. Peyton Manning throws a lot of interceptions. It's not like we're comparing okay. to, but these are young quarterbacks. Like, you have to get to these lumps. And I get that. It's just frustrating in my eyes. Like, the team's almost there. Like you said, the, the defense fact- is t- like, what, 13th right now? He's in yards against. That's fucking incredible for pretty much all rookies, or uh, these guys have only played together for how many games? Like, both these are free agents or rookies, much.
2: I mean, dude, Peyton Manning had fucking Marshall Falk as rookie year. Think about that. No, no. Marshall Falk was on the Colts on <laughs> in 1998. I swear to God, look it up. And then they trade him. The and then Edgaron. Yes, Marshall Falk started off his career on the Rams. <laughs> you fucking uncultured swine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Briefly, before we dive headfirst into Daniel Jones only, I want to talk about expectations coming in, gentlemen. You know, like, we were talking, you guys are talking, oh, it's for us. It's Oh, is it frustrating? Is it frustrating that we keep losing? Yeah, you're right. But how many times in the last couple of years were Giants fans turning the TV off by halftime? How many times were we not even competing and looking at, we were literally cutting dudes because on the field, you could see them giving up on plays because they just were so checked out. That is not happening. We have something to root for. The Giants have an impact player at every level of this team. And if we talk about what we were looking at in the preseason, there was no possible way we could have anticipated being in the top half of the league in defense with the deficiencies and talent that we have on this roster. So, yes, I get it. I get it, Giants. And I'm right there with you, screaming at the TV, crying, bitching, moaning, upset. But We have to understand what the expectations were going in and being in a moment to win or tie games against multiple very good football teams. This season is far better than I think we could have expected. And and it hurts more, but hell, I got something to root for. I'm not checking out by the end of the first quarter and fuck me. That is, that is reason for optimism I do believe you're seeing some progression. Tell me we're not the 2019 Miami Dolphins. Then we're not going to rip off some wins.
2: Prove me wrong. I mean, yeah, but... I mean, they'll probably... They are, They could beat the the Washington football team. They could beat the Bengals. But you also got to go up against Seattle and fucking Baltimore. And that Browns game, you know, is going to be sneaky as well. The, you know, the Browns. Yeah, dude, come come on, man.
1: Also, you're like, absolutely right, Disciple. He was on the Colts in 98. Dude, that's
2: what I'm saying, dude. Listen, I didn't realize
1: he started I, his career there. That was his only he yeah, did.
2: He did, man. It's crazy.
1: You always think of him as the greatest show on turf, but I'll digress.
0: NFL Street Legend. Uh, all right, burger. Uh, you were you were cracking into the Daniel Jones situation, and it sounds like you're being a little bit of a negative Nancy, a little Tammy Tuff tits. But Sorry, that. that's not 2020 friendly, but we'll move on. How dare you? <laughs> Only good. Um it's So, what are are you in on him? Or are you out on him? What what's what's going on with your DJ take here? I think
1: I think my negative tone is just more frustration. Really you know, because I'm like we're talking about. We expect so much from this team, and. This defense is carrying us, which we thought beginning of the season was not going to be the case. We thought the offense was going to carry us. And that's also where I think more more anger is coming from because, you know, he showed at the end of last year that he can sling for over 300 yards and multiple touchdowns. And we're seeing a huge regression where – I don't know if it's maybe Jason Garrett's play calling and maybe a whole, you know, new system plus there was no no –
2: you can't put any of that shit on fucking Jason Garius right or, or two days ago. No, no, I, right. I'm
1: not saying that, but I'm just saying my. I think I'm I'm fine with sticking with him, but it's just more frustration that this team could be winning games and it's just mental errors that are I think so easy to correct or maybe just like they shouldn't yeah. be happening. But... How
2: easy are they though, dude? Like, like yo, you don't know They're what to being... a lot
1: of when you're about to get sacked.
2: No. It's a fucking. Pitch. I know. At Come the sa- at the same time, dude. You know how quick your reaction time is to something like that, dude? You got these fucking four 300 pound maulers coming at you, trying to take you the fuck down. You can't always see him. You got to be, your head's got to be on a swivel. Like, I don't know, man. It's tough. What kind of of quarterback would you want if you didn't have Daniel Jones right now? You're going to draft another one? You're going to go through that again? You're going to get the Ohio State kid? Yeah, like, both, so both of you put it on the line right now. Pussies on the pavement, fellas. Come Are on. you
0: sticking with Daniel Jones through the lifetime of his rookie contracts, or would you draft Trevor Lawrence at the end of the season? Right now. I don't Quick, know. Give all it to
2: right. me.
0: Yeah, all right. All right.
1: Oh, fuck. If we have the Trevor first Lawrence. pick, yes, I would take Trevor Lawrence.
0: Okay, so you're off you're off Daniel Jones and the Trevor Lawrence. No,
2: well here's the thing, here's the thing. Daniel Daniel no, Jones no, Jones. I don't
0: want to hear the thing. Say it. Trevor <laughs> Lawrence, <laughs> Jones, that's your choice right now. No, it's just
2: that Daniel Jones has a eight game all- on no, <laughs> no, 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 it's never, there is no no, it. no no
0: no no shut the fuck up. Daniel Jones or Trevor Lawrence? Trevor Lawrence. Okay, so you're both wrong. The I <laughs> okay. wanna know the moments that I knew. The, I did this to you on Monday as well, or yesterday when we talked, but the moment that I knew that Daniel Jones was going to be the Giants quarterback for the next 10 plus years. Tell me, lay it on that awkward silences and no. So look, yes, I understand for both of you and for Giants nation that the inconsistencies and the flashes almost make it more frustrating, right? You know, you see some amazing stuff. You see some terrible stuff. You see, it's almost like he's a microcosm of the team itself. There's enough good that makes you be invested, but we're still just not there yet, and you get your heart broken. But last year, I was there. I was there, Gandalf. Um, but Lord of the Rings comments aside, Week 12 versus the Bears. games on the line. We were losing. I remember specifically I was – James we had left our seats we were coming in to uh, we were moving down the into the end zone and we're standing in the the aisle there at Soldier Field watching the Giants come towards us and Danny Jones snaps the ball immediately gets pressure off of both of the tackles he steps up steps into pressure and gets clobbered shucks the ball and definitely threw the ball before Golden Tate comes open because he was double covered and puts it perfectly in the back of the end zone. Wasn't that on fourth and 17 or something? I do believe so. It was, it was definitely fourth down, I'm pretty sure. Um, you'd have to double-check me. But that was the moment where I'm like, this kid's got Gunslinger in him. He's got some balls. And you want to talk about two things I'll say, and then, then I'll leave it off here. My, I've said it before, he is Eli Manning, just with wheels. But other than the wheels, he's literally the same. And you got to take the good with the bad the gunslinger and the goober. You're going to get both. And that's just facts. And if the biggest problem with Daniel is that he's trying to do too much, yeah, okay, you're right. In three years, you can come back here and tell me, hey, look, the kid's Jameis Winston and he's never going to figure it out. Okay. But there is no way that anybody out there can possibly convince me right now that they know for sure that he doesn't have it. This guy is on his third offensive system in three years. He played his entire college career on a team that didn't have a single NFL player on it. And regardless of how positive this coaching staff has us feeling about this roster, every one of you motherfuckers know that this team does not have the talent necessary for a quarterback to thrive. So come on. I mean, you've seen it. This guy makes some throws that are not illusions. I'm riding with this motherfucker. And again, the Giants roster is hollowed out. One quarterback is not going to change that. If in two or three years we find out he's not the guy, then let's pull a Buccaneers and let's build the foundation of this team. And if his propensity for turnovers is what's holding us back, then great. Let's flip him for a game manager. But I'm sorry. The gunslinger and the goober. We're getting both. I'm riding with Daniel Jones.
1: Or we get the next Steve Young. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> whatever.
0: Or what if he turns out to be Blaine Gabbard? Huh. Mm,
1: true. Yeah. I don't know. They a Guy hey, yeah. And... Yeah.
0: Andrew Luck was dude, a dude. surefire Hall of Famer. Dude's not in the league. RG3 was it was after... you know, more... <laughs> not in the league. I'm just saying there is no such thing as a sure thing. Sure. And I'll tell you one more thing, my Krautnik friends. The Look, my biggest issue with uh, the, the Bucks game, he missed some open throws. That's that's a fact. It was not a good game for Daniel Jones, and he single-handedly lost us the game. Two things can be true at once. That is true about Monday night. But that is not being objective about pro- his progression. And it it's not linear. I mean, look at Sam Darnold and Josh Allen, uh, you know – the. Quarterback progression is not linear. I'll say it again. But the one thing I will defend him for, people are freaking out that he missed that Darius. You guys know what I'm talking about? The Darius Slayton play where he broke free on the left side and was streaking. Uh-huh. Do you, know, uh-huh. you guys know what I'm talking about? No, nah, yeah.
2: so i It wasn't anybody, just that one. It was multiple.
0: Sure. But that's play specifically. People are freaking out because, oh, he didn't see him. as wide open. as a touchdown. Every other week before this, People have been freaking out about Daniel Jones. Oh, he doesn't get through his progressions. He locks on his number one receiver. Berger, I remember you talking shit about it the other day. I'm not saying it's an unfair criticism, but watch the tape. I watched the tape. I went back and looked at it. He looks at Darius Slayton, clearly his first read. He's not open off of the snap. How could he possibly know that the guy guarding him was going to have a brain fart and just be like, fuck it. I don't want to play football on this down. He looks to the left. And then he pivots to the right where he had trips on the right side of the field and tries to go through his progressions. All I'm going to say, it's easy to sit back and look, Oh, he's wide open. He should have thrown a touchdown, but he wasn't off the snap. He tried to go through his progressions. I'm not going to get on him for it. Um, some of the other stuff. Yeah. Totally fair. But anyways, whatever.
1: You, are you done ranting? I don't know. Maybe, maybe
0: not. <laughs> Something
1: to fucking say. I'm now. <laughs> do it. <we>, do it. <laughs> I can see I can see the weak layoff pod is a. Uh, it's really got you fired up tonight. I love it. <laughs> I told you, you little World Series champion, you. Oh,
2: Dodgers, fuck the Dodgers, fuck Chase Utley. But that's a whole other conversation, boys. Oh, yes. Dodgers betrayed New York. Yes, they did. So did the Giants. Anyway. <laughs> Anywho Not the New York football Giants Yeah, that's right The baseball Giants that were there for 60, 60 plus years Both of them and just left That's right. thin there
0: Boys After I've just clearly pwned you On why Daniel Jones is the future Do you guys have anything to say about yourselves Or shall we move on?
1: Those were a lot of words Let's keep moving
0: Yeah,
2: let's keep let's moving on all right, well, that brings us into
0: what the F would that look like? And that's each week where we posit a hypothetical and discuss what the F the world would look like if that were true.
2: In a very real, sad, and depressing world where the NFC East's crown is up for grabs, what the fuck would it look like if Daniel Jones rebounds and plays winning football against a Washington team that has beaten both the Eagles and the Cowboys?
1: Well, if my math adds up, that means we're better than them, right? Not, not necessarily. Transitive,
0: pro- transitive property applies to football. Yeah, it's really not like true. It's it's not true.
1: true.
2: Every every game of football bad. is its own battle. Oh? you can't judge. You can't judge the results of one game. If, if the Raiders beat the Chiefs, are the Raiders the best team in the fucking? You know what I mean? Giants were not better than the fucking oh, no, Patriots two thousand seven. Just because you beat somebody doesn't mean you're better. Doesn't casual top Oh, I'm sorry. Well, I, I was offended by your statement there.
1: <laughs> well, let's talk about so in this scenario, Daniel Jones rebounds, and we get a W against the Redskins. Which, like we talked about earlier, we already. The beat only team Daniel Jones has proven he can beat besides the Tampa Bay Bucks. Yep, and he ripped right? them up last year <laughs> at Washington. So I I like that. Hopefully, you know I like
0: that. I.
1: You know, he hopefully gets his full complement of weapons. Hopefully Golden Tate isn't cut before that game, you know. <laughs> um, he certainly has a huge chip on his so who knows. But, yeah, it would be – It. I don't see how we, we lose this game. We should win if we just almost beat the Bucks. I mean, they almost like, lost
2: last time, dude. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, dude.
1: I'm not letting Kyle Allen beat us. I refuse to let that, you know, sink into any one of your brains.
2: Okay, Mitch Trubisky beat us. Sorry to break it to you.
1: What, Mitchapalooza?
0: They're unquestionably a better team than the Washington Redskins. Uh, excuse yeah. me, Foreskins
1: football team. It's possibly the top five yeah. defense versus Washington. No names.
2: <laughs> okay, but they still got a, a pretty fucking good defensive line. Do not fucking, you know. That, we, well, it'd it'd be foolish to mean, underestimate them.
0: We kept them in check last, last time. Or the Giants offensive line played well. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I think we were a little I,
0: disrespectful to Morgan Moses, Brett Sheriff, uh, Brandon Sheriff, and Jeron Christian Sr. Uh, they played quite well against us. Yeah.
2: No, they really did.
0: The, I think uh, it really just comes down to, do you guys think that the Giants uh, restructured offensive line can repeat that performance against this defensive front? I mean, again. I mean, know, if, if they did this, it
2: against the Bucks, I mean, it's – you'd have to think they could at least, at least controlled. Not like, you know, these guys have rampages of games, but like, you know, you'll take, you, you'd expect the Ryan Kerrigan sack again. <laughs> well, we, yeah. Did that, he get traded? Is not on play? Uh, what?
1: You guys hear me? Is Hernandez allowed to come back, or is he out another week because of? Kobe? I don't know.
2: Keep
0: him out. Keep him out. I'm not Keep sure. Honestly, in. I don't know. I, I'm not sure what the protocol is.
1: I know it's only Wednesday. I haven't seen any articles about it yet. Although Her, I did read you know, something
0: that even when he comes back, they're going to start rotating Lemieux in the same way they've been rotating in, Um who might way We need to get more snaps Absent didn't let up a pressure. Nah, yeah, across. get get
2: Cam Fleming out of there. parrot has got to be playing. That's it.
1: He, he's just playing
2: okay.
1: at such I like a high level. Yeah, no. It's a nice rotation they're doing. They're, they're slowly getting in, getting more comfortable.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, but at this point, he's shown enough that he needs to get more snaps. Fleming's not That's part it. of the future. Let's pair, let pair play. Um, yeah. Okay, so in the context of this, this scenario, though, we're saying Daniel Jones rebounds and plays winning football. So I would describe winning football as a little bit more than a game manager and someone who doesn't turn the ball over. So let's say the kid comes out and has 275 two touchdowns, no picks, runs for 30 yards. Is the narrative flipped? Are you guys off the Trevor Lawrence train, or is that not enough?
1: I need, I need more wins. Yeah. I
2: need more, I need more of those four touchdown games like the Detroit Lions game last year. I need that, that high-level, advanced form Daniel Jones.
0: So is wins the metric that you're using to judge the progression of Daniel Jones is wins, the correlation to quarterback play. Like what, what, so so winning football would also be not turning the ball over. Okay.
1: Well, that's what would you rather see? Would you
0: rather see four TDs, 350 yards, two picks and a fumble, or we get a win. He only throws for like 112 yards. Like he did the last time against the uh, football team. No touchdowns, no turnovers. I'd rather
1: have that. Uh, no I would like a little bit better than that. That's just... But I would like those Herder, but you're saying you want to see meaningful.
0: wins. If we win the game, then what does it matter? What That's the issue with evaluation of a young guy on a team with bad talent is what is your metric to determine he is improving? I feel like that is part of the issue with the insane vitriol of Giants fans is that week to week they change the criteria that they're judging the kid on.
2: Well, when you put it like that, I don't know, man. I guess you're right. That's that's all you wanted to hear, so that's all I'm going to say. I, mean, <laughs> I already knew that I was right, but I do love the
0: validation. baby. So.
1: You will get zero flattery from me.
0: <laughs> well, then there is no pleasing you.
1: There never is, baby. That's no. that's a man, baby. That's a no. man,
0: baby. All right, so uh, my regardless of how DJ plays, are we taking the W is the are the Giants beating Washington this week? Fuck yeah. Yeah Yeah, I'm in on it too. Let's are do you it. Kidding
2: like. me? We just
1: wrote a we're riding a high from the box even though that was an L, but like let's go. Let's do it. Moral victories
0: turning into real victories. All right,
1: so yeah. moving on.
0: Back-to-back weeks with this new segment, pretty self-explanatory. Uh, the guys have not heard either of the, any of these either-or scenarios, excuse me, prior to right now. So let's get into would you rather. First up, Disciple, this is for you. Would you rather have Daniel Jones completely regress so it's clear that they have to move on or see steady improvement over the second half of the season?
2: Uh, clearly they have to move on because, because then you're in, you're in a tug of war. If you, if you, if you figure out that he's not the right guy now, it's, you just got to cut the bandaid off like the Cardinals did. I
0: could not, I know, anymore, but that's not, this is not the time. All right, Berger, you're up next for, would you rather the Giants re sign free agents, Leonard Williams and Dalvin Tomlinson, Or sign only one of those two and then try to pair them with a legitimate edge rusher?
1: Well, if this is a scenario, it's probably going to be Dalvin and an edge rusher because Leonard's... I'd rather get the edge rusher, which I think we need. I think Dalvin and Leonard are pretty similar. Um, Obviously, Leonard is having a very good season, but I think we can get Dalvin for cheaper. Go get the edge rusher we need. The whole... That's the way I'm going.
0: All right, Disciple. Would you rather see the season cut short due to a COVID outbreak or watch a second half of Giants football excruciating loss after excruciating loss?
2: Yeah, just end the season, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: There's no
1: pleasing him.
0: Hey, he was decisive. That's all I want. A decisive disciple. You don't see it often. I love it. Um, all right, Berger, back to you. Would you rather go 3-0 and against the division while losing every other matchup or get blown out by 40 points in each of our divisional games but win the five other games? Mind you, they're playing the Seahawks, the Ravens, the Browns, et cetera, et cetera.
1: So I'm losing forty points of the division, which I already hate, but we're mm-hmm. beating all these playoff teams. Mm-hmm. So that means we would have we'd be six and ten in this scenario, which means we have a terrible draft pick. Uh, I'll take the division. Fuck it, we'll probably get blown out by the other teams anyway. Yeah,
0: fuck the division. Let's go.
1: Okay, Mac, if the Giants end up holding the second pick in the 2021 draft and we have a chance to take Justice Fields and Dave Gittleman gets offered a third-round pick for Daniel Jones, do you pull the trigger on the trade and take Fields or say, nah, Danny Downs of the future?
0: So your question is, would I rather keep the second overall pick and do whatever we would do with it or trade Daniel Jones for more capital and then pick a quarterback with the second pick? Is that what you're asking me?
1: Like we take fields and we trade Jones for a third and get rid of Dimes. Would you rather do that or keep any Dimes?
0: My God, your audio is fucked. Guys, we need to get real sponsors so we can pay for burgers, updated internet connection. And obviously, I would rather keep that pick, figure something else out. I'm rolling with Daniel Jones. Disciple, what do you got? That shit was weak.
2: All right. Well, let's say – I also had a draft question, of course, and I get my thunder stolen again, but it's okay. So, Mac, would you rather the Giants spend a top five pick, because that's where they're probably going to be, on an offensive weapon for Daniel Jones or a blue-chip defensive prospect?
0: Blue-chip defensive prospect, no second thoughts about it. Lock it in 100%. Cool. I think, you can, find, I think you can find offensive pieces along the way, a la Darius Slayton. I think finding a premier elite defensive talent is much more difficult, and that's what we need to take us to the next level, take the Giants to the next level. Boom. Boom. All right, let's keep it tight. We've kept these people here long enough. Um, we're rolling right into huge predictions, and that is our segment where each week we offer our huge predictions for the upcoming Giants game. This week's huge prediction is not brought to you by Facilla Automotive. But we are very much still working on it. So if anybody knows their VP of marketing, please hit us up on Twitter at BigBlueAllYear. All
1: right, the burgers first. And for my huge prediction, the Giants are going to force three tour, uh, turnovers against Washington. and Go fuck yourselves on uh, Sunday. Book it.
2: All right, so for my
1: huge prediction, not only are
2: they going to win, the Giants are going to play a complete game in all three phases and have the game in hand by the middle of the fourth quarter. lot to a little, boys.
0: Wee! All right, my huge prediction is that the Giants are going to start three rookies, start three rookies on the offensive line against the Washington football team. And not only will they play well, my friends, they're going to have the best-rated offensive line play that the Giants have had all year. Wow. Wow. All right, Giants fans, if you haven't figured it out by now, we are possessed by the spirits that reside at 1925 Giants Drive. But hey, even they make mistakes. So let's exercise tonight's demons with the shot. I'm going to drink green tea all
2: goddamn day. you going to bring the demons out of me. There you go, you go. Doing something a little different today. I will be defending a take. I agree with Disciple and Berger, saying that given the opportunity to draft Trevor Lawrence, I say we trade Daniel Jones. I- I'm done with the Goobers, Mac. I'm done with them. You watch Kyler Murray, who gets drafted in the same year, is now an MVP candidate. Joe Burrow, who's a rookie, is playing out of his mind, including Justin Herbert. I- What's up, nice for the Giants for once, damn it.
0: All you and creamers. Let's end tonight with the fact that the Washington football team just simply is not
2: aware. The Giants are young. They're aggressive. They're improving. New York. Football.
1: Giants.
0: God, I love that. For Burger, The Disciple, and The Shaman, I'm Max. We're Big Blue all year. Good night.